0: let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour for uh, blaze it is rec tech um if if you are if you are grilling outdoors if you want to smoke something this is a smoker that was built by people who go and do those national you know contests they wanted to build their own thing and it needed to be able to be hauled around the country it, it needed to be something that was really accurate in the temperature but this is not just a smoker this is a grill Uh, And uh, it is also like an oven. You can bake in it. It is fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, If you're looking to make something that is really yummy for dinner and do it an easy way with smart technology, you need a Rectech. R-E-C-T-E-Q. You will not find a better grill or smoker out there. Rectech. R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. Check it out now. Welcome to the Glenbeck Beck Program. It is Friday, and I have one of the most fascinating, honest, uh, and decent guys uh, that can tell you the truth about things because he was the former director of national intelligence. He saw all of the intelligence uh, from the country. I have a few questions for him. His name is Richard Grinnell. You do not want to miss any interview at any time with Richard Grinnell. He joins me in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Nancy lives here in Texas. She writes about the experience she had with Relief Factor. She says, I love Relief Factor. I can do so much more now. After teaching riding lessons and taking care of my five horses every day, I used to be so tired, but now I can keep going, getting more yard work and housework and cooking. And I have more stamina because I don't hurt all the time. It feels good to be able to do more the way I used to. It took me a few weeks on relief factor to fully notice the huge difference. Luckily, I just kept taking it and the improvement is amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for turning me on to relief factor, Nancy. Thank you for trying it. It's it's something that it works for about 70% of the people, and I'm so happy it works for you. Try it. If you're in pain, just go to relieffactor.com. Try the three-week trial period. If it's not working within three weeks, probably won't. It's uh, relieffactor.com. 70% of the people go on to order more. You might be one of them. 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. relieffactor.com. I don't want to waste any time uh, because he is on a busy schedule, former U.S. ambassador to Germany, former acting director of national intelligence and the founder now of FixCalifornia.com, which I really want to get into. Uh, Welcome, Richard Grinnell. How are you, sir?
1: Glenn, thanks for having me.
0: You bet. Uh, Someday, I really just want to spend the day with you. I mean, I'll go follow you around if that's what it takes. But I just I have so many things enjoy it. Okay, um, so let me get, uh, because we have such limited time, let me get to some, uh, some things that are on my mind. Uh, let's start with the hacking. I've never seen an administration say, well, this is a private uh, company that is being hacked. A, they should pay the ransom, but that's up to them. Uh, and uh, and it, it looks like they're coming from China in some of these, the, the transportation one in New York City. But the rest of them are coming from Russia. Any chance that Putin doesn't know that this is going on?
1: Look, uh, let's be very clear. All of the world leaders right now are testing the Biden administration. These increased hacks are because they're trying to see how Biden is going to react. They're trying to test the limits. How far can they go before we react we the united states of america and they knew those lines going very clearly under the trump administration they knew exactly very clearly if they did something that impacted america that there would be an immediate and bigger reaction and the bigger reaction is is the key here because what the message is sent when you put america first is we will protect our people first and we will have overwhelming force that will come at you whether it's sanctions tariffs airstrikes donald trump used every single tool that the united states government had to protect us
0: well joe biden is going to go over and talk to putin i can't imagine how badly that's going to go um but uh is is are we sending what message are we sending back to them and how bad does this have to become before it's an act of war
1: well i talked before the the campaign i i talked a lot about joe biden's global philosophy and he believes in consensus with uh the rest of the world and certainly the importance of consensus with western governments now that sounds amazing right it sounds like can't we all just hug it out and get along but the practical reality is is that we have a difference of opinion even when it comes to western allies like germany if you are going to put as the priority that the german government has to uh, agree and complement our positions, then you've just watered it down. And let me give you the perfect example. Nord Stream 2 pipeline is a pipeline that goes too far with gas and energy into Europe. We, the United Mm -hmm. States, believe that Nord Stream 1 is okay. It's part of the equation of having a diversified energy source. So we don't mind Europe and Germany getting some Russian gas, but Nord Stream 2 goes too far. By the way, the European Parliament actually agrees with us, agrees with the United States. The French agree with us. A whole bunch of countries in Europe agree with us. Joe Biden looked at the Germans, and I can tell you unequivocally that in their call between Chancellor Merkel and Joe Biden, the Chancellor brought up Nord Stream 2. And Joe Biden wants to please Angela Merkel. He wants the German government to like him. So when they ask, hey, will you let us have Nord Stream 2? He prioritizes the compliments of Germany over the position of the United States. And so while he's shutting down pipelines in the United States, he's allowing them to go forward because the Germans asked for it, and he prioritizes having the germans like him this is a very dangerous and slippery slope when you go to the un say and you want to be liked and you want the crowd to cheer you this means that you water down our policy in order to please others
0: as a director of national intelligence you oversee all of the arms of intelligence right correct okay um President Biden and his allies are saying the biggest threat, according to the intelligence uh, that he's receiving, the biggest threat to the United States of America is white supremacy and, you know, Donald Trump supporters. Did you ever see any intelligence that would back any of that up?
1: Absolutely not. It's outrageous. It's politicizing the intelligence community, it's also making us less safe. Because if you want to pull resources and articulate a position that this is where we need to concentrate, this is the priority, then the reality is is that the counterterrorism center that is run by the intelligence community will shift its resources to trying to find Seek out information surrounding that phony uh, argument. Now, let's be very clear. Of course, it's a problem, but it's not the top problem. It's just like, you know, Russia is a problem for us, but China is a crisis. And when you constantly say, look over there at Russia, look at all of these problems, you're literally giving the Beijing line. The Chinese applaud us when we say go concentrate Mm -hmm. on the Russia uh, crisis because it's not a crisis, and, and therefore we take our eye off the ball. This is exactly what's happening when we say white supremacy in America is the problem. And don't be surprised that over the last four years, how the Democrats have told us that our system, you know, when they say that it's called systemic racism what they mean is that the system of the united states government local state and federal government the system supports racism when they say systemic uh you know racism that what they mean is is that our system promotes racist policies that is not only wrong it's dangerous because now what we're finding is that the Russians and the Chinese are calling us uh, racists and a systemic racist problem. So the racism, sexism, homophobia mantra from the Democrats. I don't know why people are now surprised that the Chinese come to Alaska and negotiate with us and then lecture us on being a racist society. Now we've seen foreign minister (laughs) Sergei Lavrov, the Russian foreign minister, Deliver the same line. The Russians are now telling us, be prepared that we are now on the active uh, plane of, of being on the offense, pointing out all of your problems in America. This undercuts our moral authority. And lastly, let me finish, Glenn. It's outrageous that our U.S. ambassador to the U.N. would go to the, the United Nations and and from the podium where there's a hundred and ninety-three plus uh you know countries and entities in that room, and say that we are systemically racist. That that is damaging our moral authority and it's now being thrown in our face. And I don't think the Biden administration is gonna be able to ever have the moral upper hand to to tell countries like iran or uh the the epidemic in the arab world of throwing gay people off buildings or denying women basic rights uh or denying christians the ability to just you know gather and worship i
0: am so offended today that uh the biden administration is saying that they're going to fly gay pride pla- uh, flags for the first time at embassies and all around the world, except for Indonesia, except for the Middle East, anywhere <laughs> where it counts. It matters. <laughs> they're not the, I mean, yeah, it matters there. They're killing homosexuals there, and they're not going to. Do, they're not going to say anything. What what moral uh, authority
1: the- do we have at all? Yeah. By the way, this whole rainbow flag thing is ridiculous. Let's let's be honest. It doesn't do anything. It's like wearing a red ribbon at the Hollywood Awards and pretending like you've done something for AIDS research. Uh, It's phony. It's typical. Um, uh, You know, what we did in the Trump administration was go to countries that criminalize homosexuality and ask them to change their policies. This is the substantive work that has to be done. Uh, the, the whole idea of a rainbow flag and all of that is, is ridiculous. It's pandering. Um, look, I, I, there's a meme going around right now, which I think you should post. It's, it's incredibly powerful. It's all of the corporate America, uh, all the CEOs in America, corporations, Mm-hmm. That have changed their logo for the month of June into colorful mm-hmm. pride logos, like BMW mm-hmm. or Cisco, right? They don't Disney, do it. Disney, Ma-
0: Mercedes, yeah.
1: Right. They don't do it outside of the United States. So while they're pounding their chest in WeHo and Chelsea, they're not doing it in Ramallah and Riyadh. It's really outrageous that where it matters to take a stand, uh, they're not taking a stand, but but they're trying to pretend like they are in America, and Americans keep falling for it. We've got to be able to decipher between phony and real, and we're not doing a very good job right now because we don't have the help of the media.
0: So we only have a couple of minutes left, and I I I want to ask you first of all, the intelligence arm of the post office. When did that happen? Did you know? Did you know
1: about? I mean, it's Biden now, is. It's, it's, it's mail fraud. Go ahead. And it, it, it's mail fraud. It you know a lot of people have been using the postal service to to push uh, you know fake and phony and even terrorist yeah. Right? Uh, support me- mechanism. So that's real. But, you know, uh, to be honest, it should not be, and if I had more time at DNI, I would have changed this. It should not be uh, based within the Postal Service, um, you know, it, it, and, and technically it's it's not. They'll tell you that the intelligence gathering is, a, is an arm that just works with the post office. But uh, the reality is, is that after 9-11, we realized that our intelligence agencies were getting the pieces of problems, but not communicating and linking those together. And so I think it's a huge mistake to actually create another bureaucracy because the bureaucracies aren't talking to each other. And that's what we did with uh, the DNI. When we created the office of the director of national intelligence, in theory, it was a coordinating body. And it was to be 100 or 200 people coordinating. Now it's ballooned to 1,800 people plus. Oh my, gosh. It's a, oh, my gosh. It's a competing body. It competes with the other agencies, and there's overlap. I tried. I went in and removed 350 people and, of course, Politico and all of the Washington, D.C. media Uh, attacked nonstop that I was uh, dismissive of counterterrorism. But the reality is, is that we have intelligence agencies, and I think this is what you're getting at, that overlap and do things that already others are doing. And so it's not smart because our tax dollars are being wasted and we're not able to do as much because we're spending uh, double money on the same problem and sometimes it's, it's a waste. A total waste
0: well I, I i bring it up richard because that's the one that is saying that uh, white supremacy is the biggest you know they're the ones issuing the warnings um uh, that uh, biden uh in homeland security are using uh some information from the post office which i find is amazing we are we're out of time um, i want to have you back to talk about fix california or if you can wait for a minute we've got another five minutes on the other side uh, yeah, it's I up to wait. you I'd, I'd, I'd love to I can, you I can wait? wait okay Richard Grinnell former U.S. ambassador to Germany, uh, Germany former acting director of national intelligence and founder of Fix California we uh, continue here in just a second First, let me tell you about our uh, sponsor this half hour. It is Rough Greens. Chelsea lives in Pennsylvania. She writes in about her dog's experience with Rough Greens. She said, I heard you talking about it on the show. I was hesitant at first, but as soon as I opened up the bag of Rough Greens, my dog Zeus came running to it. He's a one-year-old puppy, and dog food upsets his stomach. I make his food now, but I was uh, looking to make sure that he had the proper nutrients in his diet. He loves rough greens and has made him happy, healthy, and, uh, and, and thank you so much for talking about rough greens. My pleasure. I'm glad you tried it, Chelsea. And I'm glad you're, uh, I'm glad Zeus enjoys it as well. You just sprinkle it on the dog food. It's not dog food itself. It's a supplement filled with vitamins and minerals, probiotics and antioxidants, omega oils, basically all the things that your wife will tell you. You gotta have more of that. Anyway, you get a free bag of rough greens right now. It's a small bag just to try out for a few days. You put it on your dog's food. If they eat it, Order a, uh, a, a big bag of it so you can try it out for a month and you will start to see changes in your dog. The first thing is you will notice that they finish all of their food. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck. 833 Glen 33. 833 glen 33. That's a trial bag of rough greens. All you do is pay for shipping and handling. Uh, it's a free bag. Just call them now at 833 uh, Glen 33 or roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds station ID. Richard, honestly, I wish you were running for uh, governor of uh, of California, but I guess that's that's out of the picture.
1: Well, we're not on, right?
0: Uh, we are on. We are on.
1: Oh, we, we are okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, we're here, on. here here is the reality, Glenn. I, I keep saying yeah. that um, I care about the long term future of California, and and that is that is the truth. Okay. And so I I want to do the things that we can do in California that fix the problem. I I am not convinced that the current state of California politics of having a recall and getting uh, somebody in, I would say, in November is, is when the Democrats are thinking of having an election. Um, is going to fix the problem. And I, and I think we've got an electorate right now that is incredibly frustrated. And to tell them that the only thing that we have to do is just send a temporary governor to Sacramento who would go up to Sacramento and face a supermajority in the Senate against him or her and a supermajority in the uh-huh. Assembly against him or her. You You could uh-huh. veto every single bill And the next day get overridden. And so what I am watching before I make any decision is what are the Democrats going to do with this frustrated electorate? What they have said they're going to do is they are pushing uh, a decision out to about September on when and if to do the recall. Now, we have enough signatures on the recall, but the if Mm -hmm. part is the Democrats control the state. They control the state. the the secretary of state, the governor's office, every single statewide office, Christine Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi's daughter, a couple of uh, months ago did an interview, uh, with a reporter and said, basically, she said, don't be stupid about this recall. The Democrats know exactly what's at stake. And if Gavin is underwater, he will be forced to resign. We're not going to go through this. We're not going to have a recall it's too risky mm. now the gavin Newsom people the very next day started leaking to reporters that diane feinstein was getting old and uh she Holy said cow. that she would leave in 2022 but she may resign early and therefore if she resigned gavin would appoint himself and Oh
0: my gosh! Oh my gosh! So Richard there's, there's, Grinnell, this is we'll we program. we got I'm sorry, we're out of time. Uh, we'll have you on again. It is always a pleasure to talk to Richard Grinnell. Um, all right, uh, let me tell you about uh, let me tell you about our sponsor, Car Shield. Um, if if something goes down in your your car, a chip goes down in your car, you're going to pay through the nose. Uh, it's really expensive already. But if you can even get them, it's going to cost you a lot of money, thousands of dollars. Your car will be done. I mean, they'll just say, you know, you'll say, I can't, I can't afford it. Just uh, get a new car. That's, uh, that's not good. That's not good. Your car is uh, needs to be dependable, and the one thing once it runs out of warranty, uh, it is not something you can't count on is inexpensive repairs. That's why Car Shield exists car shield uh will get so much more out of your car and you won't have those huge bills you can work to find the right coverage for you and get the right uh monthly payment but it is so well worth the money it saved me thousands of dollars carshield.com beck carshield.com beck
2: glenn beck stupor gear steven crowder david rubin and me peck ray listen to all your favorite conservative voices at blaze promo code glenn this is
0: the glenn beck program it's friday um i don't know if you've been following what's happening in loudon county the school board there um, Loudoun County is in Virginia. It's northern part of Virginia, part of the Washington, D.C. metro. Um, it I mean, it played an essential role in the founding of our nation. George Washington called it the breadbasket of the revolution uh, because of the farmers at the time. It was the largest county. Now it's the third largest county. But it has gone crazy with uh, critical race theory. So much so that, uh, the, they have a Facebook group, the people who are on the side of critical race theory. There is a Facebook page that is trying to dox first the parents, now they're starting to dox the kids, uh, that are part of families that are against critical race theory. And the last I read, one of the, the county attorneys, I think the top county attorney for Loudoun County was, was on that Facebook website saying, keep doing this, you're doing exactly the right thing. It is, it's crazy what's happening. One of the people, one of the uh, families uh, that are are suing the county now uh, is a a mom. uh, uh, Patty Hildago uh, Menders is on the phone with us now. Patty, welcome to the program.
3: Hi, Glenn. Thank you for having me.
0: Uh, It is... The world is upside down in Loudoun County, isn't it?
3: Yes, it is. I've lived here for almost 23 years, and two of my sons have gone through the Loudoun County school system with no problems. Math, science, English was taught kind of the way we expected. You know, I moved to this area specifically Mm -hmm. for the school system 23 years ago. And now with my last son, who's a sophomore in high school, we are just finding so much upside down indoctrination
0: What did you what have you found
3: So I'll be honest I'm the president of the Loudon County Republican Women's Club and many of my club members feel trust that they can trust me whether it's teachers or parents they send me screenshots of what the teachers some teachers are teaching and one in particular was a high school English Senior class, and the teacher had a screen with a white girl and a black girl and kept bullying this student to say, What do you see? What do you see? And the kid is like, I only see two people chilling. Yes, so that was uncovered because my club member sent that to me. And that opened my eyes to what's happening. Then, in the next couple days, I get my club members sending me screenshots that my name was blacklisted in that anti-racist Facebook page. And that opened my eyes to how, how crazy they're thinking that we as parents are the opposition. I mean, there were six school board members in that anti-racist Facebook page. Yes, the Commonwealth attorney, Buddha Buberidge, was in that group as well even the principal of my son's high school. Now, whether they knew or not, they let this mob blacklist us. And they listed my first and last name. They listed my name of my husband, where my son goes to high school, and three pictures of me. Glenn, they called me a racist. And the irony in that is my parents escaped from communist Cuba. I know darn well what socialism looks like because they taught me. And they taught me to appreciate the freedoms that we've been given here in the U.S. So when they called me a racist, I got mad. And I went to the school board meeting. We only allowed two public comment sessions a month. And I told them to their face how disappointed, school board, that you let this mob go after your constituents, the parents of the students that you're supposed to represent and take care of our children.
0: Your county attorney, it's, it didn't stop. I think it got worse if, if I'm reading things right. Um, because now they were saying on that Facebook page, we've got to find out more about these kids, uh, and send us anything you have on any of the kids. So they're doxing the kids. And then your county attorney joined in and said, this is the right thing to do. This is, this is insane that it's happening in America.
3: They, we were able to FOIA and find out that this, these school board members and wanted to silence the opposition. They want, it's a war against the parents that do not believe in this indoctrination. They say it's not critical race theory. They say they're not teaching that. But you know what? They use other Mm. words. They use equity, culturally responsive training. And, and yes, they are. They are doxing our children. You know, it it also goes to um, the kids that um, go. So we had an opportunity to either do in-person or distance learning. And majority of the conservative families did send their children to in-person. So I feel like that's another avenue where they're able to see who these families are that oppose critical race theory in our school.
0: Now, it's my understanding that. If your son or daughter, um, you either agree or you be quiet. And if you're not quiet, you can be excluded from school leadership programs reported for disciplinary action. Is that true?
3: Yes. They implemented two. Uh, they're calling it student equity ambassadors. And then there's a bias oh reporting. And the bias reporting allows students anonymously to list eight different reasons why they're reporting this individual and it could be racial slurs or whatever and you can anonymously say that this kid did this on this day then it goes to the equity committee and they have to investigate and then the student equity ambassadors can only be a part of the program if they're allies to this crt training so it's It's very scary for, you know, this is an awkward age to begin with, you know, K through 12. Kids are still learning. They're still trying to figure out who they are. But for them to push this political indoctrination on our children to be social justice warriors, that's when you're getting a lot of parents that are coming to the school board meetings and saying, be honest with us. What are you doing to our children?
0: And I don't think I I think a lot of uh, uh, cities, school boards, uh, teachers, schools are not being honest. We've seen this around the country where they pull it out and the teachers just continue to say, we'll do it anyway. We'll just rename it. Um, You are working with um, friends of ours, libertyjusticecenter.org, and they are they're working with you on this lawsuit. What are you suing for?
3: So my friend Scott Minio, who runs Parents Against Critical Theory, was looking for other Loudoun parents, and he introduced me to um, Liberty Justice Center. And we are suing them for um, our our children's and our right to freedom of speech based on this Equity Ambassador program and the bias reporting.
0: Hmm. And uh, Liberty Justice Center thinks it's a pretty good case. I mean, if they take your case, um, that's a pretty good sign that they think they can win it. What does yes. it mean it's, if you win?
3: Um, that's a good question. I think we could fundamentally end the equity ambassador program. You know, um, they want this, this lawsuit to restore our free speech and show that it mm. violates it and that it violates equality. You know, they don't use the word equality. They use the word equity. I know.
0: Night and day and difference. I'll, um Patty, yes. uh, uh um when you are out and about, do you do you find people are against you or for you or do you find a lot of people coming up and whispering, I'm with you. I just keep going. What do you there's find? A lot
3: of whispers. Yeah. So oh, there's my gosh. a lot of whispers. cowards.
0: cowards.
3: Yes. Yeah. I, I'll be honest, I, um, I've i had to really educate and empower a lot of people to move forward. And I ran a gala and Sebastian Gorka was there and he said, we've got to get more people like Patty, who is brave, to come out. It, it, you know, we can't do this alone. And I've been since I've been filing this report lawsuit, a lot of anonymous not anonymous, but strangers have come to me and saying, you're doing a great job. And to be honest, I just need them on board with me. I need them to come to the school board meetings with me. I need them to write letters to the editor. I need them to, um, you know, write letters to to the superintendent to say, this is unacceptable. You know, I need more people in the battle with me.
0: I think people are afraid that if you lose, they are going to be outed and they'll be next on the chopping block, which if they don't stand, they will be. I mean, I've I've said this for years. One, courage is contagious. Um, but two, uh, if you don't fight now, this is the easy part of this fight. It is only going to get harder from here if we don't stand up. If you don't stand up now, mm-hmm. you're not going to stand up. You will be ending up on the wrong side.
3: Well, one thing we're doing that a lot of parents and, and residents are participating is we're recalling six of the school board members that were in that anti-racist Facebook page. So we do have recall efforts uh, that are happening and people are coming out of the woodwork to sign those. Um, as club president, I've got a lot of events and people are going um, my, cl- my club is actually the largest Republican women's club in the state of Virginia because of all this liberal in the last two years that we've been uncovering. So I think people are slowly coming up. They're tired of this cancel culture. They're tired of this wokeness. Um, you know, it really surprised us, but the school board canceled Dr. Seuss. They didn't want his racist books to be a part of read across America program that they had been doing for years. Um, So it's just, you know, we found out that the school board wants a war with the parents and I just don't understand it. You know?
0: Yeah, I have, uh, I've watched it around the country several times and uh, the, uh, many of the teachers and the school boards are, they do look at your children like it's their right and their children and that you are a nuisance uh, in all of this. They know what's right. The arrogance is off the charts. Hopefully that will be their undoing. Patty, thank you so much. Is there anything that you need or that the audience can do?
3: I guess contact Liberty Justice Center if they want to get involved. Um, uh, contact Fight for Schools, which is an organization that's doing the recall. And then Parents Against Critical Theory is a big educational a website. So I'm working really closely with those three organizations.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And uh, we'll follow the case, Patty, and hope to have you on again. I hope to actually shake your hand one day. I think you're an amazing woman.
3: Um, <laughs> Thank you so Liberty, much,
0: Liberty. You're welcome. LibertyJusticeCenter.org. LibertyJusticeCenter.org. These are the people, they are funding all of the um, uh, litigation for the right cases the ones that will actually set precedence uh and we can build to knock the legs out from underneath this um and they are really really a good group of people if you'd like to support her in this go to libertyjusticecenter.org. dot org you know cyber criminals are everywhere we know this because have you checked the price of beef I mean, I bought some beef ribs the other day, and I thought I was going to have to have you know, uh, you know, an armored car bring them in. Uh, It is crazy what is happening. Some of that is happening uh, because of corruption. Which, by the way, uh, you and the audience should know that the uh, there is a bipartisan bill now that's working its way through to get the government to. Uh, look into the justice department to look into what's going on with these four companies that I think are colluding against the ranchers. Um, but also it's not only that it is also um, a situation where we have cyber terrorists that are coming in and they shut down one of the biggest plants, food processing plants in America. White house isn't doing anything. Nobody's going to help you. Um, you need to take action yourself, but there's no way you can protect yourself from cybercrime. No way. I mean, not even Lifelock can protect against everything. Nobody can. It is constantly changing and it is constantly growing. But you need somebody there to alert you. If something is happening, um, they'll send you an alert so you can, uh, s- you know, nip it at the bud, if you will. Also, if you don't catch it or they don't catch it, they have a dedicated restoration specialist, a old team of people, if you become a victim, to be able to clean it up. I want you to go to LifeLock.com and protect yourself. Use the promo code BECK and you'll save 25% off your first year. 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK and save 25%. The Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It is Friday. There's so much that we didn't get a chance to talk about today. Mm. I'm going to go over some of that in our
2: Friday exclusive only on the Blaze TV tonight at 5 o'clock. So you don't want to miss that. You know, uh, one of the things we didn't get to was this uh, valedictorian speech here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. From this valedictorian who uh, submitted a speech, but it wasn't the speech she gave the speech that was approved she ignored and instead gave a uh, pro-abortion speech uh to the class which i thought a pro yeah pro-abortion pro-abortion big time pro-abortion huh. um now let me ask you um usually
0: <laughs> when you do that they shut the mic off immediately yes but seeing this was pro-abortion i bet
2: she was allowed to speak yeah she says that there was one woman who was who was motioning frantically off stage for her speech, for her microphone to be cut off, but they didn't. Uh, So Mm. uh, Mm. she was upset that somebody even motioned that she be cut off. Uh, But she went on and on and on about, you know, the women's right to choose and how it's this new Texas law, the heartbeat law is only, you only have six weeks to get an abortion. How unconscionable is that? That you've got six weeks to kill your child, or you can't do it. It's I can't take it. You got you got to see the the video. Um, it's amazing, amazing. Hey and, Pat, thank you so much for
0: uh, joining. Maybe we'll mm-hmm. do that on uh, Monday when you come back on Monday. All right. Uh, but thanks for helping me out in uh, Stu's absence. Uh, we will see you on Monday. See you tonight at five o'clock. Stay safe. God bless. This is the Glenn Beck program.